Gary, mind-blowing episode with Rich. Yeah, fantastic. Rich McKeegan, uh, Manchester, uh, Connecticut, um, and uh, his journey is amazing. Uh, and Talk about purpose in life. Yeah, I think that's our takeaway, right? We're doing the takeaway, uh, and he has found his purpose. Uh, and we talked about destiny last last time out. Um, or with Jimmy Pedro. And uh, I think, you know, this is somebody who had a different path in life up until almost 30 years old uh, and started making changes. And now he is giving back in a way that is just, uh, it's really quite incredible. And he, he believes, you know, that he's been put here and that, and he took that path for, for a reason. Often you hear people say, you know, I'm too old to do this. This isn't my way. Uh, you know, I don't have enough support. This is impossible. I'm not in a position to make these, <clears throat> excuse me, to make these decisions or to make these changes. I can't change the world and so on. And then you have individual like Rich who has life on the beginning of his life. It's far from ideal. Actually, he goes to some struggles and, um, you know, obstacles of life, they are not easy, um, nor they are average in any shape or form. And then um, another event takes place. I'm referring to the shooting at the school, which is very nearby where he lives. And that's the same day where his child is born. And then, you know, one would think this is a beautiful day when you get to celebrate, but yet it's shadowed with um, the events from nearby place. And I was like, how do you, how, how, what do you do with this? Like, I was trying to visualize as he was talking about this, you know, how would I act? What would I do? And I have no clue. Yeah, it's, it's rough, right? It's supposed to be one of the happiest days of your life. Um, you are in a hospital where um, you're surrounded by doctors and nurses and other people um, celebrating. And, um, and then, you know, he said when he came out to talk to talk to his parents and his in-laws, um, everybody was gathered around a TV and he noticed that something odd was going on. And it was um, basically it's not a shooting. It was it was unfortunately it was a massacre. And it was, um, you know, moments after this elation. And how, how can you how can you carry those, that feeling with you when knowing that? you know, all these other families have, have just been devastated. And, uh, and that's what was going through his head. And he knew at that point that, um, or shortly thereafter, that he, he wanted to give back and he wanted to make a change. And, uh, and he started with a very small idea. And I think that's something that, pe that catches people up is they think that these small contributions aren't big enough so they don't do anything. And it doesn't need to be that way. It can be very small. Every little bit of giving back helps. There's two sides of all this, right? One is the contribution itself, right? Often, just like you mentioned, often it's being said, you know, my $1 is not going to make any difference, which is so wrong. I, in my opinion, 
every dollar makes a difference, right? If it put in the right hands and, and execute in the right direction actually can make a huge impact. Think about it, if everybody gave $1, things would be much different. But there's the other side of all of this is that whatever I'm doing, <clears throat> I cannot make a big impact enough. Therefore, I'm not going to do it at all. I mean, mm -hmm. from the organization perspective, right? I mean, but, but so the rich had one goal in mind to make an impact. And he started very small. Mm -hmm. with a patch, a patch. And then he sees the patch everywhere, all over jujitsu arenas, all over um, TVs. All, like it, it's just, it's everywhere. You know, high caliber black belts are wearing and supporting it. And then it unfolds <clears throat> in this in-person event. And then it takes on kind of life of its own. And then right now he's done 11 or 12. I don't remember what exactly he said, but mm -hmm. there was a dozen of them that took place. He's already organizing another one. They turned this whole thing into a nonprofit, which allows them to actually drive this organization and have federal support and other avenues to continue making impact on the kids who really, 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 really need. And it's all with this very simple idea of I'm going to take this event and use that as motivation to make impact and help. Yeah, and this event is a, a seminar, a jiu-jitsu seminar that he had. The first one had people come in for, and it was, uh, I think he said, 10 black belts on the mat. Um, and, uh, you know, and now we're at 11 or 12 of them, uh, and they're not all at his academy. Uh, they have, you know, they hold, they hold them across the country. Um, and once all this, uh, you know, once restrictions are down in, in the States, uh, they'll, they'll be back up and running. Uh, and he, he took it from a small, you know, I mean, even, even just making, designing a patch and getting it out there and selling it, it is kind of a big deal. Um, but then having it grow and having him step up to the plate every time it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now he has, um, be, I think, because of his purpose and the way he handles things, his, you know, all the work, all the legal work that needed to be done for this to be a, a nonprofit is being done pro bono because people know that he's in this for the right reasons. Uh, and, and that's his purpose right now. And, and, it's, uh, and it's amazing. And if people don't know, I don't even think we've said it, have we? Uh, this is uh, Black Belts for Butterflies. Uh, and it is a, uh, a group, a non nonprofit that um, supports uh, kids with autism. And if you listen, if you to wonder why butterflies, um, listen to the episode. Yeah. I was what an say. emotional part of, of the conversation. Um, it, it, you really want to hear that part. We're not going to tell you exactly why we'll make you listen to the actual show, but, um, it, yeah, I, I agree. And I think, you know, what's mind blowing to me out of all of this, that he refuses to take credit for any of it. We kind of touched on this at the end of the episodes and, and, um, I think it's so important for people to not in a selfish way to pound their chest and, carry their heads high i've done something but he is he really deserves a credit for it you know all he these does. guys all these black belts <clears throat> on annual basis or even twice a year they do these seminars and they they devote their time and travel and and effort and and really doing good things with to collect the money and and get these donations and and so they can 
contribute to this cause, but with, without rich, none of this would take place. I mean, literally, this would be non-existent. Yeah, it wouldn't have happened. Uh, it wouldn't have um, brought our community closer together, uh, and it wouldn't have, um, you know, the, the, the financial gain from it um, for, the, for the charity uh, is, is one thing, and it's huge. And the amount of money he's raised is is wonderful and enormous, um, but the um, the community it builds, the way you know he we're talking about a bunch of tough guys on a mat, uh, jujitsu mat, and uh, he's breaking down those walls, you know the the facade that we put up uh, while at the seminar, uh, and he's getting people to care, uh, and he's you know he said that you know even if even if autism isn't isn't your charity go home, contribute to the, the things you care about or things that have touched your life or the lives of your family members, uh, make a difference. And, um, you know, and maybe along the way, who knows, maybe you'll find your own purpose um, just by doing that and, and putting your, you know, it takes a little bit to put yourself out there like that because even though you're, you're when you're trying to do something like this um, and you design something, you step up, and you're selling it either on Facebook or, you know, you're, you're at your academy or wherever, um, there is some, you're putting yourself out there and you're going to be nervous about it. And that might hold people back from doing it. You're going to be worried that, you, you know, I only sold four of them, man, am I embarrassed and what a loser. And I can't believe I even put myself out there like that. But you know what? take that chance. If he only sold four patches, that's $80 that would have went to a charity that wouldn't have gone there in the first place. Uh, and, and that $80 for those four patches has turned into uh, over a hundred thousand and it's going to keep growing and it's going to, you know, uh, it's going to be a big, big deal. Yeah. And I think this is a good example of 1% change, 1% improvement. All right. Like the, from the beginning, they, they, he was not, they were not trying to change the world. They were trying to just make an impact. And mm-hmm. these small patches turn into events and turn into this. Now they have hats, T-shirts, rush cards. There's a whole <clears throat> whole line of gear that they, you know, they donate these profits to uh, Black Post for Butterflies organization and, and trying to impact these kids. And again, it's all with that very humble leadership of rich um, and everything that he does, um, you know, on and off the mat. And he really, I, I really got the sense that he wears his heart on his sleeve. Like it's oh, for sure. Yeah. Like it, it is everything. He's so transparent about all, like it was such an honest conversation. There was no game or phase or acting any of it. I do love the fact that he, he has, he gets Red Bull before he teaches. Uh, well, you know, should, should I get Red Bull before I teach? No. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Uh, for, for that was a quick reasons. no. <laughs> well, per, uh, you know, uh, not to you know disparage any any company or anything like that. Stick with the coffee. Uh, <laughs> let that be your Red Bull. Uh, keep, keep drinking that, even though you kind of drink it. Um, you know, drink it like a man, will you? Uh, <laughs> but. Um, now, what a, you know, While you reach that. for your cup. <laughs> it's right here. Uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I, I, I lost my train of thought trying to be funny. <laughs> but uh, he, 
he puts himself out there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, whether you know, he talked about um, you know the two inch stage and listen yeah. to the episode if you want to find yeah. that find out what that is. Uh, there was a we had a couple similarities in life. Him and I, I used to work in the service industry as well. And when you're hosting, you're uh, at a restaurant or you're waiting tables or you're bartending. Um, you know, even if you're running food, right? Uh, you gotta. <clears throat> put on a persona for these these guests right well even teaching if you yeah. teach oh, as an instructor sure. kids adults it doesn't matter like you you do put up an acting um yeah, acting yeah. hat like you 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 are it is a performance in a way yeah. because you are delivering you're delivering a topic to your audience and mm -hmm. whether it's jujitsu or business presentation is or are you carrying food out of the kitchen you know the it is a performance in a way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the, you know, the kids in our cl kids classes wouldn't know what a grumpy cuss I am because of the <laughs> two inch stage that I go on when I get on the mat. <laughs> um, you are grumpy. That's right. I am. Absolutely. Uh, it's because I don't have enough coffee in my life. Um, mm -hmm. Red Bull. No, uh, um, but amazing story. Really, you know, we've gotten off topic here a little bit, but he believes that his entire life has led him to this purpose. Things happen for a reason. Uh, and everything that has happened to him um, has gave him a sense of purpose now. And he's running with it. It's been um, less than eight years that he's been doing this. Uh, he started it as uh, a blue belt. Uh, and he is uh, making a huge impact uh, in our community, outside of our community. Um, and I think if anybody can take anything away from it is uh, find your purpose. Figure it out. I haven't done it yet. I'll be 50 soon. I'm still looking for it. But that doesn't mean you can't do good things along the way. Yeah, they say... You know, dream big, dream, dream big, aim high. And I think there's there's a lot of value, a lot of weight behind that. I mean, without that idea, the thoughts, that dream, nothing really starts. So if you have one, go for it. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard something, a quick flash on TV last night. It was uh, the dream doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it's the hustle. So, yeah, the dream doesn't cost you anything. And you can start out very small. Uh, That's and, a good one. Uh, yeah, and uh, start out start out small, and don't be afraid to grow with it, and uh, and you'll find your purpose. Check out Black Belts for Butterflies and um, everything that Rich is doing on his end. We'll post everything in the notes of the episode as well as our website. Go support him. He does amazing things. Yeah, great guy. I'm so glad we made contact with him, um, and uh, hopefully... We'll have a black belt. Uh, I can't even talk right now. A black belt for butterflies event here, because uh, poor guy's never been to a Cubs game. <laughs> <laughs> so it begins. It, uh, yes, I, you know, making changes, right? Those those. Uh, dream one big. In, yes, dream big. <laughs> He's going to a Cubs game. I'm taking him. All right. All right, Gary. Uh, great chat. On to the next one, right? Yes, sir. We'll talk soon. Take care of yourself and peace. All right. Later. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Take care.